Welcome to the Her God Speaks podcast special Tuesday feature called Hermeneutics Tuesdays. Yes, that's Tuesdays with an H, where we are seeking to become better interpreters of the Bible one 10-minute episode at a time. I'm your host, April Spears. Let's learn stuff together. Okay, so Bible study basically consists of four parts, all right? First, you read, answering the question, what does it say? Second, you observe, answering the question, what do I see? All right, so the who, what, when, where, why. Third, you interpret, answering the question, what does it mean? And then fourth, you apply, answering the question, how does it work, right? So how does it work in my life today? These Hermeneutics Tuesdays episodes are specifically targeting that third piece, interpret, answering the question, what does this passage mean? That is the most complex part of Bible study. And so I want to use this feature to lay out some tips for you, some foundational assumptions, just some things that are going to help us be better interpreters of scripture. Because if we don't interpret a passage correctly, there is no way that we will know how to apply and live it out correctly. All right. So last week, the foundational assumption that we talked about was the fact that the Bible is a divine book written and delivered through human agents. And these human agents had a real part. They were real people with real lives. They had a real part in writing the Bible. We talked about how knowing this, understanding this, recognizing this is an important part of being a good tourist of scripture. We have a tendency to map all of our cultural assumptions and presuppositions, all of our experiences, our world, our worldview, all of that onto the Bible. And we expect to come out the other side with an accurate interpretation, an accurate understanding of what that passage means. And it just, it just doesn't work. We have to think more critically than that. We have to enter uh, as best we can into um, the the culture and the, the thinking of the mind of that original author. All right. So first assumption, the Bible is a divine book written and produced by human agents. These agents were real people with real lives who had a real role in writing it. All right. So the second important This is the kind of the main thing we're going to look at today. The second important thing that we need to understand to build a good foundation for Bible interpretation, to be a good tourist of the Bible, is that the Bible is fundamentally an act of communication. Now, I know this sounds stupid obvious. Like, why are we even talking about this? We already knew the Bible was an act of communication. All right, here's why we're talking about this. Think about the nature of of communication, specifically how it has to be done in a particular language, at a particular place, at a particular time, and that language, place, and time always, like always, has a significant bearing on what's being communicated. That's kind of a big concept, so let me give you a little um, a little experiment to help illustrate this, right? So I'm going to say a phrase. You ready? Nobody puts baby in the corner. Simple sentence, right? Now the English words that make up that sentence are really basic. We could easily, using a dictionary, discern what the individual words mean. All right, so we know what nobody is. 
We know what it means to put something somewhere. We know what a baby is and we know what a corner is. We could even do a big word search and determine all the variations in the ways that those words are used commonly, um, both now and historically, right? But a word study like that would not reveal the significance or the meaning of that sentence, would it? Nobody puts baby in the corner is a famous line from the movie Dirty Dancing. And to understand the significance of that sentence, you have to have seen the movie. And think about it. If I were to take a time machine a hundred years into the future, and I were to just be talking to somebody and were to say, nobody puts baby in the corner, they would probably be really confused and think, well, why would you put a baby in the corner? Unless they did the work to immerse themselves in late 1980s American pop culture. If they did that, somewhere along the way, they'd have to watch the movie Dirty Dancing and all of a sudden, a light bulb would go off and they'd be like, oh, that's where she got that phrase. That's what she meant by it. She was quoting a movie. That is an example of the way communication works without exception. So with that little example in mind, let's get back to our main idea. The Bible is fundamentally an act of communication and communication by nature is contextualized in a particular language to a particular people in a particular place at a particular time. Now you put our first principle about the Bible being a divine book produced by human agents, you put that together with this idea of the Bible being an act of communication that's contextualized, you put those two things together and you come up with one of the most important things to know as we are interpreting what a passage means. I'm going to throw it at you and then we'll talk more about it, kind of unpack it in the next Hermeneutics Tuesday episode. All right, so here it is. The Bible was written for us. Right? So it's written for every person in every generation. It is living, it is active, it is still speaking today. So the Bible was written for us, but, and this is so, so important, it was not written to us. It was written for us, but it was not written to us us. And what this means is that before we can answer the question, what does this passage mean? What does this passage mean for me today, living in America, 2023? That's what we all want to know, right? Before we can answer the question, what does it mean? We have to seek the best we can. We have to seek to answer the question, what did it mean? mean? What did it mean for the original author? What did it mean for the original audience? And we'll talk more about that in the next Hermeneutics Tuesday episode. Bye, friends.